Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Derogi. A quick note before we begin. Please consider supporting Manowaker Studio with the purchase of one of our books or games. Find out more at manowaker.com. This week, The Tooth Tellers by Aria Riding. In the heyday of the soothsayers, we were told to cut off the lips of the criminal and read the truth in his teeth. The reason was evident, physical. Burn a man and the teeth remain. The truth remains. The bones also remain but do not have mouths to tell tales. Bones tell the future but not the truth. The fingernails and toenails may also remain but are not trusted since they still appear to grow and live to have the capacity for sin. So for generations we cut the mouths from our criminals and suspected criminals and brought these shorn ones to our soothsayers. The soothsayers always congratulated us, told us the truth, thanked us for its freedom, and rewarded us with its chipped and craggy grin. What we paid the soothsayer for the truth was whatever had been stolen, so it could be purified and offered back to the gods, to apologize for the trespass of man for whom it seemed the miracle of existence was not enough. That was the way, and those were our laws, until someone, probably a beggar, a criminal, or a dirty, stinking intellectual, started a clamor complaining about the soothsayers and how they diluted their truths. The rumor spread from city to city. There were hubbubs and great commotions. The troubled people wanted the soothsayers to be more forthcoming with their truths. The soothsayers frowned, tight-lipped, not helping their case. But when the mobs gathered up their flaying knives and came for the lips of the soothsayers, miracles occurred. Before the people, the soothsayers' bodies nearly shook apart as they were entered by the gods. The gods cried out against the foolish people who wanted the truth so badly they brought it upon themselves to tear it from those that gave it to them. The humble soothsayers, the very emissaries on earth who already suffered unimaginably for carrying the indelible burden, the truth of the gods. Riding the soothsayers' bone-dry bodies, the gods warned the people, cautioned them. The teeth hid bigger lies, lies that they would not be able to decipher, that each tooth held a tiny cutting from a branch of the tree of life, and only the first people could hold that truth, and they long dead and in the hereafter, and that the living people could receive this truth only after death. This burden of knowledge was the punishment of the people, that now they knew of the existence of life's secret, that they would go their whole lives knowing of its existence, wondering on it, aching for it, searching in vain for it, but they could never know it. Ashamed, the people slunk away from the forbidding homes of the soothsayers, the exteriors of which were always as drably decomposed 
as the interiors were well appointed. Splunching through the viscera, festooning the stony yards, pushing through the cracking gates of human bone, sending the angry crows who liked to perch and peck there to flap madly into the air, the people hated the soothsayers more than ever for what they yearned to take from them. And that is why the gods, in their wisdom, spared the complicated and inscrutable faces of the soothsayers, the well-marked, deep-lined faces of the soothsayers, which, after all, were such important filters for the truth, protecting the people from receiving more than a man could bear. And the criminals, for their part, the criminals and the dirty, stinking intellectuals began to lose their hands and tongues and other parts by which they could deceive. And the number of truthful human parts diminished as the number of human parts capable of lying mounted. For in lying, every part of a man is a fountain of ingenuity. To be chopped as one chops water, an endless resource for the unceasing hunger of the gods. Of course, as the gods were angry at the hapless soothsayers for inconveniencing them, the soothsayers were forced to work all the harder, purifying and preparing ever more splendid offerings of earth and harvest and blood to sacrifice to the gods. And for these sacrifices the poor soothsayers were obliged to require ever larger payments from the people not only meat and grain, but all that gleamed, to collect all the finery and jewels the gods could covet, to eventually bring up to the kingdom of heaven. And the people, from among themselves, were forced to discern more liars, especially those liars who were virgins and children, and of those virgins and children, especially those fairest among them, who gave their lives in return for their beautiful little lies, that helped everyone, and brightened the day, and made the world sweeter. These dishonest angels were said to ascend to the foot of heaven's throne, piece by piece, on that river of blood that flows backwards up into the skies, though once the soothsayers brought them into their homes to prepare them for sacrifice, nothing that followed was seen. Some people believed they heard the voices of their children crying out in the night for several seasons after they had died. But they fearfully bit deep into their tongues and kept silent, fearing the lies of the mind and the consequences. This has been The Tooth Tellers, written by Aria Riding. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. I'm C.B. Derogi. Thanks for listening. Episode 0112, Production Copyright, 2016, C.B. Derogi and Manawaker Studio.